news and interviews from across the world and right here in the central Susquehanna Valley. This is WKOK Sunrise on News Radio 1070 WKOK and WKOK.com. Thank you so much for joining us on WKOK Sunrise. Mr. Rob Center, a fabulous producer. We always appreciate his help and hard work making everything happen. Uh, we are very glad to say that Movie Mike McGranahan, professional movie critic, prolific tweeter, his website, ILC.com, his appearance is sponsored by the Campus Theater Lewisburg. Is back in our studios. Welcome back. Thanks. Great to be here. Oh, thank you so much for coming in. Always great to see you here. It uh, was always great to have you over the phone. All those great suggestions during the pandemic. Can I get a, a movie mic reflection on the past year? We're not out of mm-hmm. it yet, but the first two-thirds of it right. are, are behind us. A quick reflection on all this and the entertainment news and maybe something personal, if you wish. Uh, you know, it's just been crazy. It's disrupted so many aspects of life, not just movies, but I think all of us have been impacted in one way or another. It's been a long year, but now that the vaccine is out and more and more people are getting it, it seems like we can slowly start to get back to normal. And so far, that feels really refreshing to me to be able to be back here again in person, to be able to go to an actual movie theater again, Mm -hmm. uh, things like that. So uh, hopefully we're kind of seeing the light at the end of the tunnel here. All right. Well, yeah, super. Lots of folks vaccinated, included yourself. So fabulous. Uh, Glad to have you on board. Okay. So let's move on to reviews. Uh, I saw the trailer for The Unholy. I have no Mm -hmm. idea what's happening in that film, but I'm (laughs) sure you did. So you saw The Unholy. The Unholy stars Jeffrey Dean Morgan as a disgraced journalist who's been reduced to covering tabloid stories. One day, he's lucky enough to stumble across one that's more astounding than Bigfoot and more unbelievable than Elvis being alive and working at a Taco Bell in Detroit. A teenage girl claims to have seen the Virgin Mary, and now she has the ability to heal people. It seems like a miracle, but as Morgan investigates, it becomes apparent that something sinister is pretending to be the Virgin Mary to carry out an evil scheme. William Sadler co-star is the priest who first senses something fishy is going on. I'm not the biggest fan of Catholic-themed horror movies because they often just exploit religious imagery for shock value. The Unholy is different, though, because it takes the concepts of faith, miracles, and the insidious nature of evil seriously. The film really dives into what it might mean if something demonic pretended to be divine in order to harm true believers. For that reason, I found the story really compelling. I'm not going to say that The Unholy doesn't have a few moments that border on being silly. It certainly does. But there are a couple decent jump scares, and the core idea is pulled off well enough to make this a better-than-average piece of religious horror. On a scale of 1 to 4, I give it 3 Hail Marys. Religious horror? I didn't know that was a genre. <laughs> yeah, you know, you have things like The Exorcist, and uh, more recently there was that Anthony Hopkins movie called The Right. Uh, back in 99, there was Stigmata with Patricia Arquette. So, you know, there, there's uh, The Omen, I think, would probably fall in there somewhere, too. So these movies that kind of rely on religion and, and f- trying to find a horror in that subject. And you like a well-made horror film, so Absolutely. You, you're not opposed to that. So you didn't mention any actors or actors. Yeah, I mean, well, Jeffrey Dean Morgan uh, is the star. People know him from Watchmen. I believe he was on Grey's Anatomy. Uh, His performance is really good. He does a smart thing, which is he sort of underplays the character. I think it would have been too easy to go over the top with a character like this, and that would have ruined the movie. But he plays it kind of subtly, and that's a really nice note for him to hit. I always ask if anybody had a surprising performance. Anybody you were pleasantly surprised to see how they carried out a role? Mm, No, not really. I mean, it's, you know... 
there's not a whole lot of famous people. Jeffrey Dean Morgan, William Sadler, they're known actors, but they're not necessarily you know, a Will Smith or a Melissa McCarthy in terms of name recognition. Uh, but they're very good and always reliable, and they are here too. Okay, so they oh they're reliable and do well there. Are we going to be talking about the unholy in the years ahead? Well, it, it really didn't do that well at the box office. Uh, the distributor Sony kind of buried it a little bit. They didn't do a whole lot of promotion on it. Uh, and honestly, in terms of critics, I'm in the minority. The movie is mostly getting negative reviews, and I think that it's worth saying that if people are going to this expecting it to be on the level of The Exorcist or The Conjuring, they're going to be disappointed. It, it's not really all that scary. But the idea in it is what interested me, All right, and so. that's that's what hooked me. So, I, you know, hopefully people will discover this movie on DVD and cable and stuff like that. But in terms of uh, theatrically, it looks like it's going to be out of here pretty quickly. And as a person of faith, do you mind people toying with faith as the through line for a film? It depends on how it's done. You know, Roger Ebert, my hero, uh, used to have a saying. He would say, it's not what a movie is about, it's how it is about it. And that's kind of how I feel with religious horror. You can make a, a really good one if you do it the right way, The Exorcist being the prime example, or you can just really screw it up and be exploitative and things like that. So uh, when it's done well, yeah, I can appreciate that. All right. So the the unholy three... Mm-hmm. Three Hail Marys. All right. Three... <laughs> Harry, so okay, super. Well, yeah, the trailer's all over the place, but that's all right. That's that's just a tiny glimpse to get you to go. And I do agree, it wasn't promoted much. I hadn't heard about it at all until you you brought it up and said this would be today's review. Well, by now, I would think lots of people have seen Godzilla vs. Kong mm-hmm. either at the theater or, what is it, HBO Max? HBO Max, okay, yeah. Okay, so tell us about that. Well, you know, the box office is looking a little bit brighter because Godzilla vs. Kong broke all the pandemic box office records. In fact, it shattered them. Uh, for the five-day holiday weekend, it made $48.5 million, and over just the regular three-day weekend, it made $32.2 million. And that's despite being available on HBO Max at the same time. So this shows that now that the vaccine is out, people are feeling more comfortable going to the movies, that if there's a big movie out there they want to see, they will return to theaters. And so that's a real bright spot. It's looking like maybe the box office will be able to survive this pandemic where it was questionable for a while. And you gave it three... Um, I don't... Oh, Mothra's, I think it was. Mothra's, okay. <laughs> so, well, yeah, another great film. And you saw it on the big screen? Uh, I did not. They screened okay. this for me at home about a week before it was released, so... But uh, you have a big screen at I home. I have a big screen at okay, my good. home theater, yeah. <laughs> all right, so uh, would, do you think a large screen would ha- enhance this is where all this is leading? Absolutely. You should definitely see it on the biggest screen possible. It's got a lot of great visual effects. The scenes of Kong and Godzilla fighting are really fun, so... Yeah, I mean, it, it works well at home if you have a, a fairly decent-sized TV. But if you can see it in a theater, uh, you definitely should. And computerized special effects have come a long way. So mm-hmm. this film makes the best use of the available technology? Yeah, absolutely. You know, there was a movie uh, back in, I think it was the 60s or 70s, called King Kong versus Godzilla, which is really an amazingly bad movie. It's very entertaining in that sense. But, you know, it was people in costumes, a rubber Godzilla costume and a monkey costume and actors in it fighting. And now with CGI, they can really make it look like there's a giant ape and a giant lizard fighting each other. In a big city somewhere. In a big city, yeah, and smashing buildings, and it looks, you know, 
well, as realistic as that kind of thing can be. So this will be as touchstone as any of the Godzilla movies are. Yeah, I mean, this one's already on track to be the biggest hit of all of the uh, Godzilla and Kong movies. Uh, they call it the Monsterverse franchise. You know, you had Godzilla back in, I think it was 2015, and there was Kong Skull Island, and then a couple years ago, Godzilla King of the Monsters. So uh, this is primed to be the biggest hit of all of them. And how much money at the box office? Uh, for the five-day weekend, it did $48.5 million. Okay, but not yet in the black just from that. Right, right. It was a very expensive movie to make, but, uh, you know, it, it did well. And the previous record during the pandemic was Tenet, which opened with $20.2 million. So uh, you can really see the difference here and how much better Godzilla vs. Kong did. Well, and what does this say about HBO Max versus box office? Yeah, that was kind of interesting because there was a lot of debate about whether debuting on HBO Max at the same time would hurt the box office for this movie. And it clearly didn't. There were clearly people who said, you know what, I want to see this on a big screen. And the fact that it made that much money when a lot of people could stream it for free says something about the desire to go back into a theater and have that communal experience. And we don't know how many people streamed it, correct? Right. They don't usually release those kinds of numbers. But uh, Warner Brothers is releasing all their movies this way throughout 2021, HBO Max and in theater. So it kind of bodes well for their future releases. Right. This is that deal you had talked about about six, seven months ago, that yeah. uh, things were going to come out simultaneously. Well, yeah, I, I think very telling on several fronts related to, uh, I'd, I'd be just love to see how many folks uh, down or watched it on HBO Max, you know, when they when they took a chance. It's already, it is a pay-per-view in a manner of speaking. Folks have to pay a premium for that. So um, it's not like they, you know, they just saw it on their normal Cinemax or something along that line. Okay, so how is the uh, box office going? I also always ask you about how home theaters are going these days, even before the pandemic. Hmm. Well, things are definitely looking up, especially for AMC, which owns our local multiplex. Uh, stock analysts have recently upgraded uh, AMC stock in light of the success of Godzilla versus Kong. You know, AMC has had a lot of financial troubles. They've really been struggling to stay afloat during this pandemic. But the fact that Godzilla versus Kong opened so well indicates that people are willing to return to theaters. And so now AMC stocks are going up. So it's been a rocky road for them, but it's looking like they're going to survive, thank goodness. All right, so they will survive. And uh, I guess that's key. And other theater chain companies in the black for the moment are plugging along? Some are still closed. Like the Regal chain has been closed for almost an entire year. They're going to slowly start to open their theaters back up next month. But uh, as of right now, they're still closed. And, and there again, that's a great example of how well Godzilla vs. Kong did. Regal is, I think, the second or third biggest chain in America, and they're closed. And Godzilla vs. Kong still made that kind of money. So uh, hopefully all of these chains will survive and, and reopen to their fullest capacity soon. Yeah, see, just another aspect of, of how unusual that was and how fast fascinating to analyze and watch it. Well, we appreciate all your analyzation and analysis and uh, the work you do. Uh, Anything else? Any entertainment news or anything else uh, pop up lately? Uh, Just, you know, bigger movies are starting to come back out. We got uh, Mortal Kombat in a couple of weeks. That's another one that's going to be on HBO Max and in theater. So we'll see how well that one does. All right. And what's the next film you're going to have for us potentially online at ILC.com or in our studio? Mm -hmm. Uh, Planning to see Voyagers this weekend. So... That's the week's new release. All right. Fabulous. Thank you so much. Thank you. We will literally see you at the movies. Yes. Which that sounds wonderful to say. Movie Mike McGranahan, professional movie critic, sponsored by CampusTheater.org.